Take a seat in your comfiest chair. Get yourself some hair of the dog, and once you're ready, let's go on a voyage. Buns is leaning her head on her hand now, eating one of her famous pork buns. This story having gone on for so long now, she decided the least she could do would be to make you an early morning snack. Her pork buns are, without a doubt, the best food you have ever eaten in your entire lives. Step back a second. Let me see if I have this right. You rescued Gramps from the Gnomes, and he paid you back by telling you how Unglian was launching an attack on the Western Watchtower? She waits for someone to contradict her, but nobody does. So you you set about making a disguise. You need an elementalist, so you bound a, a nightgast? Like the terrifying creatures that stalk the dark and lead souls of the dead to be lost in the unfeeling abyss, terrified and alone, never able to move on? And nothing. You faked your way onto the Failsafe Bank's Western Branch and Arcade Fun Center so that you could get the materials to make potions that would make you look like bone elementals so you could sneak aboard her ship? She once again pauses, but nothing. And then... And then, so you stuck aboard her ship? Without a hitch? This time, Rhythm breaks the silence. I mean, I don't... I don't know if I would say a... Without a hitch. There were several hitches. But, but once we left the bank, tracking Unglian's ship wasn't too hard. It was followed by a massive bone serpent, which left a little bit of a wake to follow. We tracked it to a little gnomish uh, colonial port, where she was bullying the locals into resupplying her ship, and we docked on a nearby island. The plan was for the away team to walk across the bottom of the ocean disguised as bone elementals. You don't need breath when the potion makes you just bones, so... Dot dot dot. Rhythm sucks her breath in, and the ship takes it from there. Yes, Rhythm and I stayed back on the Thor and planned to follow up behind them when they opened up a route through the Western Watch Tower. Rhythm looks over to the boat, and they share a look. Then, what happened? How did you make it? How did you survive against Mondo Stones, the hardest <laughs> crime lord the world's ever seen? Hold, hold on, hold on, says Rhythm. That's not all we picked up at the bank. The bank didn't just deal in gold, and before the fog came to consume it all, and out from under Rowan's arm. His cozy blanket rustles, and a vicious little eight-year-old crocodile head emerges. She's been having a competition with the Thorsen to see who can fit the most pork buns in their mouth at the same time, and it is a surprisingly even match. She says, Nyanch! Rhythm looks back to Buns and says sheepishly, I mean, she was being sent to the prison at the end of the world. 
and she was the last living crocodile person, I mean, Garion, in the world. We couldn't just leave her there, could we? I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your dungeon master. Well, I know, I guess we won't. <laughs> Wait, hold on, sorry. I was I tracking mean, we could. it, but it got confused. So this is in the future, and a crocodile child crawled out from under my sheets? Under your arm. Under my arm. So a crocodile child crawled out from under your arm on the deck of the boat, uh, where it was having a pork bun eating competition. We haven't met this crocodile child yet, or is it the No, other one? you have not met this crocodile child in the fiction. The Okay. Uh, it does be, sound that is it whether or not whether or not we want this crocodile child, Rhythm's adopting it anyway. Is the crocodile at our party eating these buns? That's what we're going to find out in this episode. No, the pork buns thing is happening in the future. The pork buns right. is happening in the future. Because buns makes pork buns. Right. Yes. That's how she gets her name. I was Wait, definitely seriously? just picturing her as a rabbit this whole time. Same. Yeah, I think what? me too. Yeah. Like, I, I was literally picturing her just as an anthropomorphic <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> what? Because her name is Buns. Her name is I, Buns. Like, I feel like I said in episode two, she's a dwarf. Didn't I? Oh, I don't that was a long sure. time ago. Maybe I blocked it out. I don't know. She's just a rabbit. That was a long time ago. She's got ago. kind of a funny voice. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, please text us at 55555 if you think that Buns was a rabbit the whole time. <laughs> Oh, no. I thought of her as like an old lady. <laughs> I don't know. She's a dwarf and she's a cook. Oh. You haven't met her yet. I was, so yes. I was just picturing like a 16 year old human girl who's just like four foot five for some reason. Wow, we are huh? all over the spectrum with these like, uh-huh. yeah, head you, cannons. You really, you really shot I was every imagining direction. an anthropomorphic python with three arms. Oh, nope, where are the arms? How does that work? <laughs> so, y'all are uh, on the ship. Y'all are in the party on the ship. Uh, the fog's still a couple hours away, so there's at least a little time to relax and recuperate and let loose after the, the big fight and the binding of the elemental, which went successfully. So it's a bit of a celebration, honestly. The the mood on the ship is pretty excited and high. Things seem to be going well. There's a plan for the first time in a while. Um, so there's a lot of positivity, and the ship itself is uh, pretty stoked and kind of encouraging the party. The ship also has the fun feature where it just kind of pops in on people, uh, which is always a delight as they spill their drinks all over the boat, uh, which gives the ship no end of excitement. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll start. Um, I am essentially bartending. Not that we have a bar, but um, I'm making drinks for people. And uh, one of my talents is the ability to do that, like, flaming shots trick. What? Because I can, I can just light things on fire. So, like, it comes naturally to me. Um, and that plus the my newfound alchemy experience seems to make me into pretty good mixologist. Amazing. Um, so Can you I'm make a having... mixology check? Uh, oh wow! What 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 skill is this? Alchemy. <laughs> oh. We have an alchemy skill. Al- yeah, alchemy is intelligence. Performance. Um, uh, that's an eighteen. Eighteen. Oh fuck yeah! You uh, not that you need it, but you make uh sixty six golden tips. <clears throat> oh hooray! Um and 
Yeah, I am Avalon Veristinia, high elf barbarian bartender, and I'm voiced by Connor. I want to go next. Um, where are you doing this? Um, I guess up on the deck would make the most sense. I I I pulled the table, um, the one table that we have, uh, okay. out from the captain's quarters. I'm uh sitting at the table. I'm like laying across it, like I'm leaning on it, and my my head is uh kind of laying with one side on the table, and I'm looking up at Avalon, and I'm like. Hey, that's like really cool. You're you're cut. You're really cool. That's oh a my cool goodness. trick. <laughs> I'm Ishmael Overcast. <laughs> I'm sorcery. I'm played by Emma. <laughs> well, somewhere along the way to this point in the night, Virgil switched from cocktails to just whiskey and when Virgil gets into the brown booze well things get a little maudlin <clears throat> and at this point he's uh he's at the table with whoever's gonna listen and he's just going on about the sorrows that he's endured and um we find him in the middle of a rant about his manatee ranch long ago back on his home island and so after the the hurricane hit it, wiped out our cabbage patch. And well, <laughs> you know what that means. No cabbages, no no way to feed, no way to feed the sea cows. So, well, I had to sell the herd. Oh, sold baby. the herd. Oh, well, no. Uh, yeah. My, my aunt, Beatrice, she was newly taken up with an Electrum Tycoon, and he said he knew a potential buyer. <laughs> so, uh, so I signed away our herd, and well, that's when I really turned to a life of crime, and things got dark. And well, one thing and another and another, and well, now we're here, and you're here too. And I think I'm gonna go for a swim. And I stand up from the table and I take off my shirt and I undo my breeches and my britches and I leap into the ocean. Are we moving? No, no I don't think we're moving. No, we're still docked. And I call up docked. to the people on the deck. The water is not so bad, everybody. Come on in. And uh, many of the mermaids who were flopping about on the deck, including the one that was like the popular one that was trying to take pity on you and listen to your story and show how cool she was, uh, the they all jump into the water uh, and the party spills outwards. Virgil's got nice. a type. <laughs> the type is mermaids. <laughs> I'm Virgil Badwater and I'm played by Jake. So I'm just sitting up on the leaning on the railing with the Thorzen as this party's going on. And Virgil comes flying by and jumping into the water. And he says his bit. And I just look down at the Thorzen and I say to him, uh, so have you ever been to a party before? No, no. What do I do? Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not jumping in there. No. Looks wet. 
do you just stand around and talk and like drink? Like, what's the point? Right. I don't know, man. This doesn't really appeal to me. No, this sucks. You want to go like uh, find some rats or something? Yeah. Wow. You're thinking the way I am. You want to eat some rats? Um, <laughs> you can have all the rats you want. They're all yours, buddy. You know what? Since we're now partners bonded, you you eat as many rats as me, friend. I will eat as many rats as I want. <laughs> <laughs> At this, a thousand beams. Uh, I'm Flax and Roan, the half orc introvert rogue, and I'm voiced <laughs> by Nick Ockets. <laughs> I am losing my shit. I am not happy that I don't know days out from needing to go up against Anglian and have this big battle and do all these stressful things and you know saving our lives and making sure we don't die. The crew just decides to get drunk for no reason. And I'm <laughs> I'm stressed out to say the least. I'm trying to like get people off the boat. <laughs> I, I out of the corner of my eye I see uh Virgil flying off the side of the ship. And I'm off like the boat! <laughs> I'm like, you're drunk, don't go in the ocean, you can't swim. <laughs> and I try to like uh I try to like toss a rope out at him and try to like reel him back in. Um am I successful? I think you probably can toss the rope out and a bunch of people grab onto it and they start swinging back and forth. <laughs> kind yes. of a fun rope swing kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like toss the rope up and down and like trying to shake them up like, stop it, it's Woo-hoo! not for you. Harder! <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to damage control and get, you know, damage control the ships so that no one's like damage, uh, no one's um, barfing all over the place or um, doing too much uh, harm to it. And also, like, trying to keep a track of where all my uh, crew members are so that we can, like, leave as soon as we can, because we're only a few hours out from the fog. Um, I walk over to Flaxen, because Flaxen seems not as drunk. Hey, you sober? Is, so, is Flaxen drunk and introverted, or just introverted and not drunk? Flaxen is an orc, and I think that he's had a handful of drinks, but not really enough to get drunk. So, you know, I'm like five in, but I'm kind of a quiet drunk. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, I assume that you, you still have like a control over your mental faculties. So I'm like, yo, Flaxen, help me out here. We gotta, we gotta leave. Parties I don't want to party, suck. Rowan. I'm not talking about party. I'm talking about ending the party. Help We're me gonna out. We're going to eat some rats instead. How do we do that? I've never ended a party before. I usually <sighs> just don't start one. Yeah. I don't know how to end a party either. Like, whenever, when I was back in the Navy, which, by the way, is basically like being in a frat house 24-7, like, the parties just ended when everyone, like, fell asleep. Oh. We don't really have that kind of time. What if I cast sleep on a bunch of people? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to speed up that process. That's um, actually uh, it's brilliant. It's worth a thing. shot. <laughs> These all seem like low-level types. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay. I I go and find the rowdiest drunks who are like egging everyone on, and I cl- I cast sleep on them, 
I rolled a 27. How many people do I get? Uh, several of the folks on the deck fall asleep. Uh, what's the... It's a con save? I don't know if they say. I don't think it is. I it think just it says... Just, it just happens. Yeah, it just happens with whoever has the lowest current hit points. Oh, okay. So all of the people on the deck of the ship fall asleep, including Flexen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Flexen's at like 3 HP, right? Uh, yeah. Uh so yeah, you uh the people on the on the boat fall asleep. Everyone off the boat does not. I look down just kind of like I don't know what I expected and by myself I start dragging people onto the gangplank and kind of rolling them I start rolling people down the gangplank and onto Great. the dock one by one. My name is Rowan Ridley and I am a human bard played by Shane. As you're rolling people down the gangplank, uh, you spy a figure that is neither drunk nor capable of being, uh, walking around, uh, looking particularly delighted at the scene. It's Gramps, of course, and Gramps is walking back and forth uh, outside on the, the pier, and it appears he has several stuffed animals in his arms. I look at Gramps. I look at his stuffed animals. Hey, um, yeah, just stick those in the captain's quarters, and can you help me roll these people off the boat? Sure, happy to. Uh, if I help you roll them off, will you go with me for a walk for a sec? I think there's something you want to see. Sure. Great. Make me an athletics check. Six. Six. Yeah, you're pretty wiped at this point, so Gramps is doing most of the heavy lifting. Uh, you can see that uh, his bones, while old, are particularly strong, uh, and uh, uh, he talks a little bit uh, vapidly about how ma many prizes he won at the arcade earlier today. Uh, mostly Pachinko is his game of choice. He talks a little bit about this, and then he, uh, as you're wrapping up and pushing the last of the folks off the gangplank, uh, he gestures for you to follow him down the pier. I follow him. All right. He walks in a way that tells you this is uh, the sort of man who has done crimes before, uh, or at the very least, uh, been on some side of the law. He walks uh, with an eye looking left and right, making sure that folks aren't watching him. Uh, and uh, he lifts up a gate past a secure, uh, like, stop area um, and opens up a conveniently unlocked door, which you could swear should be locked, uh, but he pushes it open uh, and gestures for you to go inside. Before I step in, I narrow my eyes. Hey, Gramps, where are you taking me? Uh, Failsafe Bank. You might know they don't just deal in gold and silver and jewels and such. They deal with other possessions as well, including this one. Uh, and as he pushes open the door, you can see behind it, uh, in a large iron cage, you can see the last of the crocodile folk. A girl, probably eight years old, uh, is sitting in the center of this cage uh, and uh, uh, is thoroughly alone. Oh, hey, Gramps, what's what's this all about? I heard a couple people bragging about it. So apparently, she's uh, supposed to be shipped off to the prison at the end of the world. And she is the last of her kind, I believe. If the, uh, if the fog has taken the rest, the Garians, they don't 
they're a jungle species and they've been pushed as far west as you can get it. So there's not a whole lot of them left. And I think the rest of them were all swallowed. And of course, I, I talked to Toothy a little bit, a charming fellow, but dead. Just thought you might want to see this. Did you, did you buy her away from the bank or did you take care of the guards? Like why? Oh, no, I just encouraged them to join the party. Oh, they'll be back in. He looks down at his wrist. Ah, a couple minutes or so. Oh, 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 shoot. Um, I, I feel, uh, I'm conflicted in that moment, but I walk, I stride over to the cage. Um, is there a key around here somewhere? Or like, uh, how big is the cage? perception check. The cage is, uh, it's probably eight feet high, five feet wide. It looks like a big iron bird cage. It's in the center of this big circular room. There's a single dusty spotlight that hits it from the outside. I got Ooh. a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> you see no keys. Uh, when they left, they must have been smart enough to take it with them. And the lock looks pretty intense. Damn. Uh, Grant stands over at the door and says, I'll play lookout. You figure out how to deal with that one. It's a big iron bird cage, and she's a young person. Can I try to lift the uh, lift the cage? Sure. Uh, make me a strength roll. 18. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you grab hold of the two bars of the birdcage, and you can see this thing uh, is not ironed down. It seems to be dropped from a big chain that suspends it from the ceiling. And so with a real heavy, you lift the thing up, and there's at least like three inches of space uh, underneath the side of the birdcage uh, and uh, her. And she looks up at you with giant eyes. It looks like her hands are covered with paint. I, I frown down at her. What do you... What's on your hands? She hides it behind her back and says, Oh, nothing. Okay, I don't have time to inquire into this. And with this. an 18, she's able to scramble underneath, uh, and immediately she clings to your leg and looks around terrified. Um, okay. Uh, sorry about this. Weird. I am not kidnapping you, but you have... You are free to come on our boat if you don't want to be here. <laughs> Please don't mind the drunk people. They're sleeping. Um, and I uh, I guess I take her out and head back to the ship. Um, as Before you start heading back, she looks yeah. up at you and says, my, my, my things are here. Do you think we might be able to get them? What, what things do you have? They're just behind that door. It's the, the things that I have with me when they, when they, when they grab me. Can I crack open the door to see if there's anyone behind it? You can, and there is one guard who appears to be dozing. Uh, it's the guard to the room that seems to be storing all like the taken supplies from, I guess, prisoners. Uh, but it looks like they only have one prisoner that they're shipping to the prison of the end of the world at the moment. Uh, and so you can see it's a, a pretty big satchel um, that looks pretty big she could probably carry it but it's huge uh and it looks like it has what might be like canvases in them and she points it out and says that that's mine i'm like i I sort of shut the door behind me so the guard doesn't notice and i whisper to her is it important enough that we we risk the we risk the guard what's in it 
It's the most important thing I ever have had. Please. Please. Is the is the little crocodile girl like light enough to carry? Yes, easily. Okay. I cast sleep again. Alright. Roll me them hit dice. Nineteen. Nineteen. With that, she and the uh guard both drop completely asleep. Okay. I tuck her under my arm and I grab the things that she pointed out and leave. Alright, as you head over to grab the, the satchel, it's not heavy, but it is bulky, and uh do you look inside before you leave? I don't. I'm in a hurry. Excellent. You put it under the other arm, uh, and you're able to book it out uh, as Gramps is tapping his foot and gestures for you to leave. Cool. Um, I go back onto the ship and try to stick her in the captain's quarters. Uh, You can. Easily. Uh, And with that, the party is dying down, and the... The folks seem to have been mostly taken to the water, but the water's a little cold and grimy, so a lot of folks are making it over to the showers and then to the pool. Uh, so a lot of the merfolks, mer- mermaids, are all leaving you, Virgil, one after another. Um, and each one of them looks exactly like Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use persuasion to try to, like, coax people away, like, off? I'm like, no, no, totally. no there's no party. Or, there's no party anymore. Um <laughs> There's no yes. party. There's no, no party. party. Go the to party the casino. is a lie. <laughs> There's fun stuff at the casino. Go back to the casino. Yes, have plus two for this roll. 25? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and with that, you, uh, you're you able to shove everyone off the ship, either emotionally or physically, uh, until it's just uh, the group of you left. Uh, you do spy uh, Rhythm, uh, who is... Uh, crying to herself on her boat um and uh yeah it's the, the scene is a lot more morose than it was a few uh, uh an hour or so ago uh but gramps is back on the ship and uh the captain's quarters are locked okay everyone's on Meaning the ship someone's now. in there what does that what yes. does that mean that means that uh the crocodile girl is in there oh okay um, I guess with that, if everyone's on the boat, then I try, I stick a vial of Stardust, or have maybe half a vial of Stardust to at least keep, get us moving. Uh, nice. Uh, the ship itself, uh, is a little bit tipsy in the water, and, uh, it rocks back and forth a little unsteadily, uh, but it does shoot out of the harbor with at least 30 minutes to spare behind the fog. Uh, Wait, I never gave them my number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Yeah. Also, it's what's fine. a number? They're, Which they're other, number? Virgil, what number? Mermaids. I don't know. <laughs> Look, here, have a Mai Tai. It's just an expression. <laughs> Fog follows you, uh, and it is not long before the casino, the arcade, and the bank are all consumed by it, along with all the denizens thereof. Aside from one, one who is currently in the captain's quarters. The ship makes course to your next destination, uh, a small island mostly known for being the site of a gnomish colony. Uh, 
the goal is to dock here on the far side uh, so that you can, or sorry, it's two islands. You're docking at the second of the two islands to sneak under the water uh, and climb your way onto Unglian's ship. How much time is passing? Like, are we undrunk? I would say that we're going to cut to tomorrow morning. So okay. um, we, you arrive at the... Uh, second of the two islands uh, at, we'll say, around 10 a.m. Uh, and uh, you can spy Unglian's ship just on the other side of the other island, um, to giving yourself just enough berth so that you're not seen. It's a painful morning for most of you, I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it certainly is for Rhythm and the ship itself, uh, who it seems even the the timber in the ship is groaning this morning uh, as you all wake up. You all have a bit of a splitting headache uh, as the breakfast bell goes ringing. I wake up and somehow I have found that Rowan's anime box is in my lap and the horniness (laughs) dial is turned all the way to 11. Oh no. <laughs> I quickly showed off my lap and look around. Luckily nobody seems to have noticed and I make my way to the breakfast table. I'm like I'm seated at the breakfast table and I'm trying to like get the crocodile child to open up. Uh do I find out about her name? Uh yeah, she says that her name is Nyanch. What? <laughs> Nyanch? Nyanch. Nyanch. How do you spell that? N-Y-A-N-C-H. Just like it sounds. Nyanch. Okay, um, I guess I ask her just like, how did she even end up in that situation? Where are her parents? Does she know anyone who's still alive? Like, I guess, actually no, they're all dead, but I just like inquire about it and get her talking. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say that out loud or is that just in your head you do that little verbal stuff? In my head I do, but I still ask her just like to you know, get a sense of like who she is and where she came from. Sure. Uh, she says, Oh yeah, I'm a, uh, I, I, uh, I, and as she says this, you can tell that she's lying, but she does say, I was just traveling East with some friends for vacation. And, uh, some people didn't like me. So they wanted to send me to prison. It's a hard life. I scrutinize her. Is that really what happened? Yeah. Just ask them. If you can. Do you know them? They're great. I shake my head. This isn't a... I don't have the time to be, like, negotiating with the child and just, like, eat your breakfast. (laughs) Um, I I stumble in, groaning. Uh, I look up, I see a crocodile girl, and I say, another one? What? How is this possible? How does this keep happening? Who authorized this? This is what happens when you have too much alcohol. Mistakes are made. What? Where did this child come from? Where did this child come from? Sorry, child. Where did you come? What's going on? It's okay. Oh, is this another stowaway? Yeah. I thought all the crocodile people were dead. What? Oh. (laughs) What's going on, Rowan? What happened? While you, uh, you clowns were uh, having fun, I was trying to get people off the boat, and, uh, Gramps found her somehow, and- I think I was helping? Yeah, you know, you, you, 
low HP, fell asleep. Um, <laughs> oh, I feel great now. Well, You're that's welcome. why people started leaving. Yeah, no helps huh. to you guys. Uh, I just picked her up. Fa- she seemed found like- her where? Picked her up? I don't yeah. understand. Just from the casino? You just took this child from the casino? No. Uh, according to Gramps- I was a prisoner! We're already wanted. Yeah. According to Gramps, um, they were trafficking her- to the prison at the end of the world. So uh, I took her, I guess, because that kind of sucks. The bank? Uh, yeah, the bank. The bank Shit. was trafficking this crocodile kid. Why? Ha- yeah. Have you told I don't know. her what our deal is? Is she okay with being here? Have you asked her her name yet? Yanch is my name. Yanch. I'm sorry, what? My name is Nyanch. You can talk to me. I'm a hey. I don't think Orc yeah, Mouths, I'm sorry. I don't think Orc Mouths can make that noise. Sorry for ignoring you, Nyanch. Hey, so we're a crew. It's we're fine. I've been ignored all my life. We're like constantly on the move, <laughs> and if you stay on our boat, you're hella gonna be in danger. But if you don't stay on our boat, you're also gonna, you're gonna be in die. danger. So this is probably the lesser of two evils. Are you okay with being here? Make me a little perception check, just you, Ishmael. Perception? Y- or insight? Sorry. Insight. Okay. Uh, where is my character sheet? Last night was what? pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> How has this happened? It might have been Ishmael more... completely, completely misplaced his entire identity. Where yeah. is my life? Oh, it's here. I found it. Why did oh, I do yeah. that? <laughs> Why did I ever put it there? Okay. Insight 18. 18. You see her eyes immediately perk up at the notion of uh, constantly moving. When you say that piece that you're never in the same place twice, uh, she gets excited uh, and tries not to show it. Uh, And she says, sounds like a hard time, but uh, uh, I don't mind. Wow. Okay. Well, you're you're kind of joining a a shit show, if I'm going to be honest. We're on our way to a really rough situation, but if you just stay on the boat, you'll be all right. Okay. We need to be Are careful we... with our food rations. Please don't eat all of the food if you can. Oh, why? I wouldn't do that. Oh, she seems good. pretty small. I and mean, so did Toothy. I weigh 65 pounds. Yeah, she's definitely smaller than Toothy What's was. What's that in kilograms? <laughs> but those oh, don't God. exist in this universe. Flaxen uses kilograms? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's it's around thirty. Doesn't everyone? But yeah. Well, we can't I, just. Sorry. Um. Welcome aboard the the How Am I Feeling? But we can't just have any old kid join our crew. What kind of skills you bring into the table, Nyanch? Um, I'm small. It's not and a skill. I've got a, I've got a big heart. She says like and smiles at you. Spy glasses. I can look through a spy glass. I have great eyes. I have really great eyes. People tell Virgil, me that all the time. Virgil, you could just have her do what you had the other croc doing before the whole thing happened. <laughs> I don't want to talk that? about that. What's, maybe that, that was a little insensitive, Avalyn. I, I made the sound so that it, I wouldn't say the words. That wasn't helpful. That sound uh, was too accurate. It brings back terrible memories. Oh, insensitive to Virgil. I am sorry about that. Uh, all right. Well, let's just eat and then figure out what to do with with her. And then I like put my horrible headache in my hands and stop talking. 
So Bonagus is not a character in this scene, not a real person <laughs> even. So I don't know why I mentioned him, but just wanted to throw that name out there for kicks. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Gramps is the one who was ringing the dinner bell or breakfast bell in this case, um, as he's the only one who isn't really harming um, other than Rowan, I guess, and the kid. But Gramps, uh, as you guys are eating uh, breakfast, uh, he puts his hands on the table and says, All right, then. Next steps. Uh, Can you talk quieter? I can, but I'm not sure if it'll get through to you. Okay. Next steps is you've got to get to the Western Watchtower. Or I guess the step before that is you got to get on Ungly Ann's ship, which is over there. He points out the window. And like right over there, like at the hole in the w- door, with the window. Can we see it? No, on the other side of the, so you can see the top of the the mast or one of the masts. But it's a uh, yeah, it's that boat on the other side of that island. So mm. we're just trying to get the bird and get out, right? They no. don't have the bird. Mondo right. Stones has the bird. So we're using Unguian's army as a disguise to get the bird, right? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yes. We're also helping storm the Western Watchtower, basically, was my understanding of it. But really, our sole objective is just to get the bird? Are we going to well, be we fighting? Gotta, is the wall up already? Do we got to get it through the wall? What's no, happening there? The if bird the wall was up, we would notice the- if the wall was up. If, if the wall was up, the bird would be dead and we'd be stuck and we're, we're, we're dead. Oh, well, we're not dead yet, although it might feel that way. Boy, does it. I am dead, says Gramps. How did you get turned into a bone elemental anyway? Was this like something oh, that your well, that son a... signed off on? Uh, no, no, that was my son-in-law. He did it without asking my son. Oh, so, God. Uh, that must have been something of an issue for the two of them. Well, I think they talked it out. My 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 son-in-law is a... Fucking dickhead, so... (sighs) Anyway, that's enough about that. I will be able to get you onto the ship. Uh, If we head over there, I can vouch for you, say that I uh, raised you as bone elementals, not from the gnomes, but maybe from some random passersby. And you will uh, need to adopt that affect, so think up your bone names. Then uh, you'll need to somehow convince uh, Unglian that you are trustworthy enough to go be part of the the first force that goes off to take the Western Watchtower. So you can sneak in and find last week. All right. Keep him from being sacrificed. That sounds easy enough, right? I look at you guys. Are you guys like cognizant enough to do this you guys are like oh, most of you are hung no. over <laughs> yeah i'm fine i'm gonna do I it mean, i was even while i was drunk i was uh alert enough to make a new weapon rack for myself up on the up on the deck yeah it was pretty this cool happened? yeah but do you remember um, can that I, can i can i roll retrospectively for how well i did on that <laughs> of course you can um what what skill is this and am i proficient uh, Am I no. disadvantaged because I was drunk? I think you're definitely disadvantaged. You're definitely not proficient. And I'm excited oh, to see where yep. you found the materials. 
with a uh, with disadvantage, that's a nat one. Um, <laughs> the the weapon rack in question, if anyone actually goes up and looks, uh, it's for my backup weapons, my longbow and my spear. And what I did was I stuck my spear into the wall next to the door of the captain's quarters and hung my longbow on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> actually, the commentary I say is, no, it sucked. It's a bad weapon rack. <laughs> <laughs> I I put my face into my hand, like my uh, hands. I'm like, and you're the one who's going to be mixing the bone potion that's going to turn us into bones. Potion that is oh, we are going to put into our bodies. It's very easy. As long as I don't use the wrong ingredients, nothing bad can go wrong. You say that. I, All right, I you, think. You, you're going to test it out on yourself. You're going to drink it first and we'll follow you. Just so you know, the last time I tested a potion out on myself, I I did destroy around half the ship. Then make the right potion. Yeah. Fair point. I'm going to go get the cauldron then. After a little hunting, you can find the cauldron. It is still dinged out to crap after Flaxen tried to smash it into the crab. Um, so it's really I'm screwed sure up. fine. But yeah, you can obtain the cauldron and uh, bring it back down to the mess. I did throw up into it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just great. So we're going to start by cleaning it. Um, That sounds like a job for the little gator. Don't make the little gator do something like that. You did it, Cap. You did this. I don't have just good eyes. I also have a good nose and I wouldn't want to smell that. Because you're so uh, nice, Captain. Hate to pull rank, but uh, clean up the cauldron, Gator Girl. I'll do it. I'm the boatswain. I clean the cauldron. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Gator Girl looks over towards you, Virgil, um, and make me an insight check. Natural 20. There's a flash of something deep behind her eyes that makes you think that she... Uh, has a lot more power than anybody on this boat. The fuck? Oh. Uh, and then it's gone in a second. Uh, and she wipes uh, her hands on her sundress and walks over to uh, uh, sit down next to you, uh, Ishmael, and help you clean out this disgusting cauldron. I don't let her. I, I do it. I, don't, I refuse to let a less than 10-year-old child clean out vomit from a cauldron. But I, I get it done. Fair point. Thank you, Ishmael. And then I bring it back. Do you want any water or anything? Yeah, thanks. She gets you some water. And then I bring the cauldron back. All right. So um, all I really need to do is put, looking at this to make sure it's correct, sylph hair and mermaid scales in. So make me a uh, alchemy check. Alchemy check. Uh, non-natural 20. Oh, very nice. Yeah, you can combine as many as you want. I'm going to make five potions, because there are five of us that need to be disguised. Very nice. Yeah, you craft five potions. Uh, they look to sparkle, and uh, you're even able to uh, look through your little alchemy book uh, and add a, a sprig of cinnamon to make them taste very delicious. Down the hatch, everyone. Cool. I drink it. Gulp. Yep. Me Go too. Ahead. Eventually. All right. So the five of you down the potions, and you can see your skin 
uh, vanish and your muscles vanish and your blood vanish until all that is left is bones. Uh, Does it feel weird? No, it feels fine. It actually tastes quite delicious. A little cinnamony. Gramps on the deck of the ship uh, eventually uh, rounds you all up uh, as uh, it's hitting roughly around noonish, and says, uh, well, this may be the last you'll see of this ship for a while and anyone that's left on it. So if you got anything else to say here, do it. Otherwise, we're going to make the walk. I guess we can't bring any possessions, huh? Uh, you could bring some weapons. Should be fine. Or armor. I wouldn't... If I was raising you from the dead, I'd let you keep that. Eh. Anything else? You might want to do it with care. I, uh, I kiss my guitar, and then I set it down on the boat. I somehow attach my greatsword, longbow, and spear to myself. Cool. You could put it inside your ribcage. <laughs> what? Oh, I suppose, yeah, you make the spear sort of sitting on my pelvis and poking up, like, out past my shoulder. Mm -hmm. As we're, uh, I guess, arming ourselves and packing up, um, I go to find Ishmael uh, down in the the cruise quarters. Yeah, like where I'm setting my guitar down. Yeah, I was trying to, like, postpone this as much as possible, given that you were drunk. But um, I finally, uh, Rowan finally kind of musters up the courage and be like, and kind of like walk over to you like, hey, do you have a minute? Huh? Uh, I mean, I guess I've got a minute as much as everyone's got a minute. What's up? I've been... I talked to uh, the captain and he shares my concerns about the Avalon situation. And mm -hmm. most of us have been already sort of like injured by him, including the ship and... He is our friend, but I'm also worried about you, if he's going to ever hurt you as well. Worried about Given me? What? Why? You're the closest to him. It's only a matter of time if we don't, like, find a solution in, in time. You and won't we hurt don't, me. You don't have to worry about that. I look at you. Like, can you guarantee that he won't hurt you? If you can, if you can, if you can guarantee that he can't hurt you, can you guarantee that he won't hurt anyone else? That he won't hurt you know, the people we just brought onto the boat? No, but it's not quite the same situation. So what's the real question that you're asking me? I'm just asking that you be careful. And if you're asking that I be careful? Yeah. I don't like, understand. Are you, are you like... Are you telling me I should dislike him? And that we're going to kick him off the boat? And no. or I should keep watch over it? I don't understand what you want from me rowan i'm saying that there needs to be a plan if he goes into one of his rages again and he doesn't recognize any of us or recognize people who we're trying to protect because yeah i agree with you there yeah like i tried my spells last time and it didn't work and say that we get split apart and you're not there to calm him down like what do the rest of us do I don't know. I think this there needs to be a conversation about what we do in those cases. Otherwise, I don't want us to be like a sitting duck in the water. Like I was taken down and Flaxen was taken down and the two of us are the ones who are most responsible for this boat. And if both of us get taken out, then who's going to you know keep us moving ahead of the fog? 
Like I can only teach people so much. I uh, I I listen to everything that you say with with a considering expression on my face. Um, and then I say, "Yeah, that's all valid." I think the best thing, maybe for now, while we're still figuring it all out, is I'll try to stay with him as much as I can. And maybe in the meantime, if you're worried about sailing, we just all need to learn some more about sailing. That's yeah. the best I got. Hopefully we make it out past the Western Watchtower or we have some time to do that. Cause, I'll stay with him. Yeah. All right. I'm not like his keeper, but I don't want him to hurt anyone. And he doesn't want that either. And I think this is the perhaps the best option we got for now. I look like uh, I have something else to say. I'd like to sort of like continue this, but... I decide to hold my tongue and I kind of like, for the time being, trust you on this. I sort of nod at you before leaving. I watch you for a while uh, and think after you've left. And then I join the crew on the deck a couple minutes after you. All right. Flaxen. Um, a Thorzen is kind of nuzzling your lack of leg affectionately uh your knee bone uh and uh it seems like it's pretty excited to join you yeah you can come along right he's bony he's bony mentally gramps kind of looks down and looks to you and says uh quiet enough that uh a thorzen can't hear and says now uh you're gonna need to make sure to have full control over him while out there if uh I mean, I I know I know you're you're bonded, but you gotta you gotta be careful. That's another another thing right there, and you want to make sure it doesn't get into trouble. And some of its some of the responsibility for its life lies on your shoulders, since you know you're the one that initiated the bond. So you got this, kid. He slaps your shoulder. I mean, uh, we've always sort of gotten along better than I'd expect. But you have any tips? Just, you know, try and connect, ask good questions, make sure to emotionally invest in other people. Don't make sure, you know, if, if someone's sneaking up on you, try and kill him before he kills your elemental, that kind of stuff. Do that or don't do that? Oh, kill them before they kill your elemental. Yeah. You ever killed somebody oh, before? <clears throat> no comment. Great. Well, we got this. Is everybody here? We all ready? Let's get the move on. Um... I'll pull Avalon aside. I don't think we need to necessarily like go downstairs or anything, but I'll just pull him off to like a corner of the deck. Uh, What's up? How do you feel about when we go into this? Just stick close to me and follow my lead and try not to focus on anything but breathing, okay? Um, everyone's worried about you going into a rage. We might need that. We might. So why don't you, t just to make sure it doesn't happen when we don't need it, but just let me take the lead a little bit, okay? All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I can, 
I can sit back, sort of throw fire at things a little more. Um, I mean, more like in terms of even fighting at all and emotionally, like, take take a back seat, maybe. Maybe just, like, kind of come along for the ride on this one. I'll do my best. I might not be super easy to do that, but... Yeah. Why? I understand why everyone's so concerned. All right. I, I trust you. Okay. Thanks. Virgil, is there anything you want to do before you leave the ship? Uh, I just uh, leave Becky behind, put on my armor over my bones, and hide my tooth skeleton beneath the leather. Because I don't know if this disguise is going to help us when it, when, you know, it gets real serious out there. And, um, yeah. And, and that tooth, um, as you recall, uh, is good to keep on you as it will keep Unglian from controlling your bones either way. So, uh, uh, it's a good one to hold on you, you and your crew, however you define that. Right. Becky gives you kind of an affectionate as she sticks her flaming hot hands on her, on your forehead and leaves a little singe mark. See ya on the other side, Becky. Um, I prepare a haiku, which I will say <laughs> later. And I, sorry, I'm so sorry, Scotty, for you to edit back in, but I only thought oh, about I'm not doing it now. It back in. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I prepare a haiku and I read it out to you guys. It's great. <laughs> you all get buffs. <laughs> you have to read it out at some point later, though. I will. Uh, legally yes uh rhythm gives you all a fond farewell uh and she says that she'll look after the crocodile though she looks a little nervous about it uh and the crocodile gives a big-hearted goodbye to all of you uh and affectionately hugs each of your legs uh and with that gramps jumps off the side of the ship and begins sinking to the bottom of the ocean oh boy here we go cowabunga i do the same as do i Yep. I follow. And kersploosh, 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 you all fall down and uh, and are slowly drifting to the base of the ocean. I'm going to read this out real quick. With with bone and no breath, we sink into the abyss. We're coming last week. Oh, nice. nice. That's good. Who of you is the heaviest? I'm an orc, not but I'm me. not 6'5". I'm pretty huge. Probably I think I'm actually me. pretty small for an orc. Yeah, I'm, probably Virgil. I'm 180. I'm I'm like six five and right. I'm a big old strong dude, so I'm probably All like right. in the two thirties or something. So Virgil, you're the one that falls uh to the sand ground the fastest, so the seafloor. Um and uh Bonagus, uh a little ways away from you, you can see by his two pinpricks of light uh that come out of his two eyes. Uh, uh do you mean, do you mean Gramps? Gramps? <laughs> Fuck. Uh that- You love that name. 
I'm so sorry. I did. <laughs> Isn't Ishmael Bonagus n- again yeah. now? Now yeah, that yeah. Return of Bonagus. Uh, Return of Bonagus. Bonagus drives Electric back. Boogaloo. Oh, God. Okay. Electric Bonaloo. You can spy the twin pinpricks of light that are Gramps' eyes. Uh, Gramps turns towards you as you land on the ground. Uh, and Gramps says, uh, so who of you has the best sense of direction? It's pretty dark down here, and so we're going to want to make sure to have a straight shot towards the uh, uh, the ship. It might I, be well, me. Y- oh. You could say that I have a plus five in survival. You could also say that I have a plus five in survival for some reason. You oh. can also say that it was my job to walk around on the bottom of the seafloor planting mines oh. and a, with a plus four <laughs> survival. Oh, yeah, I you would, would have me. advantage on this, uh, Rowan, since this was your yeah, life. That, that, was, that was actually your job. I'll let you do this. All right. Um, 15. 15. Uh, all right. Can you describe to me how you uh, navigate the bottom of a seafloor or how you did it back in the army? Um, is it day or night right now? It is uh, day, but it's it's noonish. It's like one ish, but uh, it's super dark here. The seafloor is very far down. Okay. Well, um, first I kind of like check, look up to see where the sun is oriented in uh, relation to the boat that we just descended, as well as uh, kind of like the topol topography of the bottom of the seafloor like where it kind of slopes up where the island is and then i hold out um my hat and watch kind of look take a look at which way the tassel is like floating to measure out the sea currents and that's how i determine what which way to go wow very nice yeah so in response to those i'd say uh first off you can see that you're on the south island trying to go towards the north one though as as you hit the seafloor you can tell that uh the sun won't be visible um however the topology of the ground topography topography of the ground um is uh such that it seems to slope down to a valley and then back up again uh towards the other island uh where you may be able to find the anchor chain if you walk around the other island and then uh, as you feel the tassel on your hat, you can see that the current runs between the islands west. That was a lot of directions that Shing the person did not <laughs> can't map in her head. Okay, uh, so Shing the person understands that uh, basically there is a valley in front of you. You have to go down the valley, up the valley, and then around the island on the other side. And that is where the anchor chain will be. The current will try to push you left as you do this. Gotcha. Um, so I guess the trick is to not like walk directly across the the valley, but to sort of move at a direct diagonal angle against it. If we're gonna try, because then it'll just kind of naturally push us back in a straight line. Uh, so I kind of lead the group that way. Huh. Excellent. Right. Very nice. This is some impressive uh, puzzle solving. Uh, and uh, uh, you guys walk for uh, what feels like two to three hours um, along the base Shit. of the seafloor. It's a pretty long distance, and also you move pretty slow underwater. Um, you're Can we talk? Yeah, you can totally talk. Oh, nice. I mean, Gramps did. Uh, while we're talking, I'm having a conversation with just, like, everyone, just asking, like, 20 questions style, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? That kind of stuff. Uh, also, I think the the potion lasts like twenty four hours or something. Yes, the potion lasts twenty four hours. 
That's good. I wouldn't want to like transform back at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> that would be very bad. So it's it's an entertaining walk that takes two hours. We're nice. getting to know it's, each other. Yeah, it's around two hours, and it's uh, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, Gramps eagerly participates in your game, uh, and then he, after you finish, he starts a rousing game of the game where you try and guess the or you find the letters of the alphabet on stop signs. Um, <laughs> but it's not very good under the ocean, so he stops that one. Uh, but as you're walking, everyone, make me a perception check, please. Seventeen. Thirteen. 18. 16. 8. 18. Oh, so let's 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 go in order. So, um 8 uh now we'll just do 18. Fuck that. 18. You notice uh <laughs> ahead of you at the 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 ground is sloping down to the bottom of the valley and you'll start to walk up to the other side. But at the base of this valley there is something. There is a darker blackness than the rest of what is around you. Uh and it appears to, if you move your head left and right, look kind of like oil slick in the water in front of you, uh, in that there's just some kind of like faint, strange shimmer. Hey, everyone. There's something down at the bottom of the valley, and I can't see through it, and that's weird as an elf. I should Should be able to see through darkness. Should we walk around it? Can we walk around it? What do I see without my elf eyes? Uh, without your elf eyes, as you guys walk closer, you can tell something very dark uh, and big. Uh, it appears to stretch on left and right through the center of this trench uh, sits in front of you. It's like someone built a big, I don't know, like 80 foot high wall down here for some reason out of something that's Whoa. very dark and kind of like shimmery. Does it look I solid? Touch it. Yeah, I kind of want to touch it. Excellent. Uh, that seems like a trap. First? Uh, dips? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I touch it. Excellent. Uh, first off, make me a constitution save. Hell oh, yeah. And there we go. <laughs> Natural 20. Wow. Oh, hey. that's excellent. You feel electricity run through your body. Uh, oh. And uh, it's like you have just a serious case of static shock, like someone rubbed balloons all over your skin and clothes <laughs> and as you do you put your hand on this thing and it feels like uh like someone put oil on a large uh ceramic tile uh but it's organic whatever you touched is alive uh and whatever you put your hand on which you can now tell is a large scale uh seems to have fanned out slightly as whatever you just placed your hand on just woke up I back away. A giant electric eel. Hey guys, I think this is a giant electric eel or something. Oh, Maybe we should like normal? hide or swim Where? around it. Is it? We're not an open ocean. Is there like seaweed or anything we can hide in? Uh, survival check. God damn it! Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you've had to do this before. You don't see any nice caves or coral reefs to dive yourself under but the ground is sand and you are bones so you could bury yourself under it let's oh, yeah. i hate that let's do it yeah let's try that's that. what we do bury ourselves stop drop we're and gonna roll. bury ourselves yeah all right okay. sounds like a plan <laughs> everyone I make an ostrich roll uh begrudgingly <laughs> start digging myself in Athletics? ostrich roll also uh not a great sushi 
<laughs> yeah. How do you know? I got a 10. Yeah, what, so what is this check? Uh, this is, uh, I'm guessing, athletics to okay. bear yourself. I got an 11. 23. 21. 6. Or would it oh. be stealth? Uh, I don't think digging would be. I guess maybe you could hide. Did, it, yeah, so. it's, I guess it's Howard. Is it about the digging or is it about the hiding? I think the digging part is the hard part. When okay. you're under the the sand, hiding won't be difficult. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so uh, that is a joint failure as three of you failed. So uh, you begin to start burying yourselves, and it's like it's grueling work. Um, it's, you haven't done a lot of work without your muscles before, <laughs> and it's painful. Uh, and uh, and with that, you really have to move a lot of sand. Uh, and the thing in front of you, you can tell it's moving like a subway in that it's just like it's moving, but it continues to be in front of you. Um, so whatever it is looks to be longer than maybe a mile long um and uh th- two of you have buried yourselves pretty well as well as uh, gramps um but the other ones of you are not uh when it turns uh and begins to make its way towards you you can tell it's going to be at you before you are buried it can see you uh and whatever this giant creature is um it has uh six eyes um all set in a circle uh on the front of its face and all of them beam like spotlights uh shit 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 shit. (laughs) what do we do what do we do um Um. i unbury myself Oh, good start because my 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 eye i I was thinking that like my eyes were just like exposed but everything else was was buried and i like when you bury someone at the beach Uh uh-huh just your eyes do we have any chance of swimming away from this thing we're bones Uh, we're probably not that good at swimming oh my god i i test out a firebolt what happens underwater with this thing uh i'd say probably like a jet of hot water flies out of your hand okay could be worse what happens if i try to cast fog cloud (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna guess it is will it like work, a sand cloud. Gramps uh, turns over towards you and says, "Eh, I try to cast fog cloud. Yeah, I cast fog cloud. It's, I mean, it's water in water. I don't know if that's gonna work. Just uh, a bunch of bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, everyone around you, um, you can see a swirling mass of. Uh, it's not." fog um but there's a uh, an array of bubbles uh that swirl around you and it's misty and cloudy and it certainly is difficult to see but it isn't difficult for you to see each other um you guys can make a have it's difficult to see out of this cloud um but it's pretty you can certainly see each other inside the cloud uh at this point, uh, Gramps takes note, uh, and he immediately starts kicking the sand at his feet. Here's some flavor, maybe. Ca- casting this spell underwater, maybe I can tell immediately that it's not quite going to work, so I have to like do some magic like bending of how Ooh. you normally cast it to like make it work, so I think this is taking me some effort to cast, actually. I like that. Grandpa, what you kicking up a dust storm for? Oh, well, I figured if we have a a bit of whatever is going on there and we add a little bit of cover to it, maybe the beastie won't be able to see us even more. It's not a bad bad plan. I'm going to cast a thunder wave at the sand and make a giant cloud of sand erupt all around us. 
Everybody hold on to your butts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crackoom. Uh, as a, a wave of sonic energy flies around you. Uh, and with uh, the sand and the explosion uh, and the cloud, uh, it's difficult to see anything. It's diff- difficult to see the end of your fingertips at this point. Um, and it's certainly difficult for the monster to see where uh, the six of you are. Uh, with that, however, you can still see these great six spotlights uh, piercing the cloud. And this great fish begins to speak in low earthy rumbles that only you, Ishmael, understand because it is primordial. Oh. And it begins to rumble. Who dares disturb my daughter of the deep? Oh, crap. Last of the great water elemental lords. Is it you, clever Mr. Gars, again? Come to steal my heart again. No. I say in primordial, We're travelers. We mean you no harm. We wish to pass. We're not, Mr. Gars. We're not associated. Make me a persuasion check. Weird thing for him to say. Well, you know. Not good. Um... Or I have fallen for your lies before, but not again. I have seen him. Mint still haunts my dreams. You have done the unthinkable, and you're doing worse. You will not find six of us. You cannot. And it dives to the ground and misses you, uh... 400 feet to the right uh, as it jams its face into the sand. Uh, is it like hiding or is it like going to do an attack or something? No, it was trying to attack you, but it couldn't see where you were. So it just okay. slammed its face into the ground. Okay. I, I say in common to everyone, we, we got to go. We got to go. This thing hates us. We got to go. Okay. Yeah. Swim, swim away from it. Maybe we can keep our... Maybe maybe we can escape behind the other side of the the cloud, and he won't see us. That's Mo Daughter. That's that's literally Mo Daughter. Oh, that's that's the the giant sea sea serpent. That's oh. the, that's the sea serpent. Let's go. You have very bad running. Everyone, make me uh, either stealth or athletics based on how fast you're running. I am gonna do athletics because I'm attempting to go fast. Me too. Nineteen. Sixteen. 12. In an embarrassing turn of events, uh, I get a 9 on athletics. Mm. I rolled a 17 for stealth. <sighs> All right. That is three successes. You can spy, uh, Flaxen, uh, that uh, Ishmael is running far out of the cloud um, in an effort to get to the island faster. But you're able to pull him back uh, into this uh dusty cloud uh, and you run back but over your shoulder while you look backwards you can see the great mo daughter six grand eyes blinking uh smashing its head um shouting and roaring in fury as if something truly has been stolen from her so these eyes are like spotlights you said yes are they like independent Ooh, that would be kind of cool yeah yeah so like they move in different <laughs> directions uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so they kind cool. of like oh, that's like that's a, so terrifying. Like the yeah, that's awesome. It's yes, they totally buff. do. Um, they're they're moving in different directions, and the beams all kind of uh, move like I'm thinking of like master hands. Uh, oh, like, yeah, like the lasers. laser attack. Yeah, from yeah. Super Smash yeah. Brothers. Um, yeah, and these beams like scatter across the the twin islands uh, as you guys run, and you keep running um, uh, long enough that you are out of the gaze of it, um, and you're away from the island you started at. But I will need another survival check from Rowan, and you still have advantage on these since you're familiar with navigating the ocean floor. God, my, with, even with advantage, I got an eight. Oh God! Oh no! Yeah, you are. In the inky blackness, with no idea of the where. Inky, just meaning the ocean? We're just yes, somewhere in the ocean? You are at the bottom of the ocean, and you are away from Modotter, but you see nothing else. God damn it. It was saying something like, like, it knew clever Mr. Gauze, and it, it thought we were, we were with him, and something about Gauze is trying to take six. Steal a heart? What? Said steal a heart, trying to steal my heart or something. He's, he's taking. Oh, is that what from, it said? I think <laughs> I so. You understand from Morgel. I was you so were... terrified that I oh, didn't sorry, catch half of it. Primordial. Those are the Never only mind. words that, that. Uh, Virgil knows in Primordial, because <laughs> all kinds of Primordial girls will steal his heart before. Is, is that what right. it said? I don't know how you want to handle this, but I was so terrified that I actually only caught half of what you said. I think Should it's I totally, play that it's as in total, character? Or? I think you can totally play that as in character if you want. Otherwise, I can say it to you out of character if you'd prefer that. But I'm very cool with either way. Since in character, I think it makes total sense if you don't recall all of it. Yeah, as much as useful as it would be for us to have this information, I feel like I, I really can't imagine I would yeah. gather and understand everything it said. Um. Yeah, so all, all I relay is something, something, Mr. Gauze taking six something. That's all I caught. It, it hates us. Why can't anything we come across just speak elven? <laughs> I know it's gnomish and promote it. Because we're out in the boonies. What do you mean? No elves are out here. <sighs> You're not wrong. Yeah, what self-respecting elf would be hanging out at the bottom of an ocean? <laughs> wait, where wait, are wait. we? Rowan, do you know where we are? Um... I am a little bit shaken at the moment. I need to we're a bit of course. Can I can I reorient or reorient ourselves? Or are we far away enough from the eel thing that we can just start kind of swimming up? Uh you could start swimming up right now for sure. Uh however, you are uh off course so you don't know where you are. So if you reorient oriented yourself, you would need some way of finding where you are again. Getting to the surface might be the only way we have. Yeah, I think we're safe from Modotter for now. We got to make sure that we don't go back there. Yeah, let's let's start swimming up. Well, can I try using my wanderer feet? Um, yes, I know it's a little my wanderer feet from being an outlander. I tend to use this more above the water, but maybe it could still apply a little bit at least to this kind of terrain because I uh, I mainly use it for coasts and island travel, but. Maybe some sign below the water could show us which way the, the island really is. Ooh, I like this very much. So what does the feet do? I can, it, it basically, it should kind of help me locate where we were trying to go, especially because the main geography I picked was coasts. So that's kind of like, that, that's kind of applicable totally. to this. I think it's, it's very like near applicable this. here. You want to find that coast and you're very close to these islands. So I'd say, uh, make me a survival check and add plus four. I rolled a uh, uh, 17 
and I have uh, proficiency with survival, so 19. Using your coastal knowledge, you uh, uh, give a quick scan to the lines of water above you, uh, and you feel the sand beneath your feet, and you've got a good gut feeling that if you turn right, uh, and if you walk for 10 minutes, the anchor will be there. Um, it's just a little bit of like sea wanderers knowledge. You're pretty sure the feeling of when you were walking and the way the current was pushing you, uh, it's not far. My gut's telling me we should go right for 10 minutes. Trust me on this, fellas. Lead the way. Yeah. As long as we're trusting the gut of someone that currently doesn't have a gut. Good one. Skeletons, am I right? Bone jokes. (laughs) Bone jokes. All right. You walk uh, for 10 minutes north, you think, or at least it's to the left, and constantly scanning the horizon. Rowan, you see nothing. Over and over, you see nothing. (laughs) Uh, And uh, uh, make me a insight check. Nat 20. You know, hats off, Virgil is dead right. Uh, As you are walking in that direction, you can feel the ground pick up underneath your feet again. Uh, And almost unbelievably, you can spy uh, the anchor chain uh, from Unglian's ship. It's there, and you must have gone around the south side of the island, not the north like you were planning. However, you can see that the anchor chain is being raised. Ooh. Uh, let's get a How move on. How close are we? Uh, you're a hundred feet away at this point. So I would like to, I would like to, to school, uh, y'all on some real world boat knowledge. Ooh. When you think of an anchor, um, you tend to imagine it like hooking into the ground and that's what holds the boat, but it's actually all of the chain that hits the bottom of the ocean that holds the boat down, and the anchor basically just holds the chain in place. Huh. I don't understand So there's usually a lot... Well, so... Well, because the chain... There should be a lot of chain on the ground, is what I'm saying. Like, even if they're raising it, there still should be a period of time in which there is chain touching the bottom of the ocean. So the yeah. weight of the chain is actually the anchor. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, so the only way that the anchor is actually going up is if they've been raising it for a while already. Exactly. Got it. So I start booking <laughs> yeah, it towards go, go, it go. if there's still <laughs> line on the so ground. So one last athletics for the rest of you. Alrighty. And this oh, one counts. 17. 8. 11. Uh, 16. All right, 17 and 16. You get there uh, in under a minute. Uh, you sprint over and you can see the the... The last of the chain is going taut, um, but the anchor itself has not begun raising yet. Uh, the ship itself, it looks like they're moving with relative speed because the the chain itself is swaying left uh, as they're moving. Mm. So they've obviously stuck something in their engine. Is there something on the seafloor to hold on to down here? Uh, yeah, there's a on the, since you're now close to the island, there are a couple of big reefs that are uh, uh, stuck out. And there's a bunch of little tropical fishes. Fantastic. So I'm going to tell Flaxen, start climbing. And if the anchor lifts off the seafloor, I'm going to grab it in one hand and grab a reef with the other hand and 
try and buy enough time for everyone else to catch up. Pull a Captain mm. America. Yep. <laughs> Very uh, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. All right. I uh, I put a Thorzen on my back, who I assume has no trouble keeping up with me since it's an ungulate. Yes. It's, a, it's honestly quite happy this down far in the dark. Uh, it seems like it would be super chill to just live here. That's good, because its sheet would get really wet and kind of act as an underwater parachute. Mm, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, who got the next highest number? I had an 11. 11, okay. So, uh, with the 11, uh, you arrive as the uh, uh, chain is fully taut and the anchor is being dragged. So, Avalyn, so, uh, you... Uh, sorry, could you say again what you're doing with the anchor? I am grabbing it with one uh, with one hand, grabbing a reef with the other hand, and trying to hold the anchor still. So I am right. pulling the Captain America, trying to hold a helicopter. <laughs> right. In this case, it's a boat. Uh, great. Yep. Make me a strength save at the moment. Oh boy. Um, that's a grand old nine, unless I enter rage. Okay. As you feel it, you feel the anchor begin slipping from your hand. Um. Man, uh, I, uh, hmm. Do I manage to make it to Avalon in that moment, but not the, not the anchor yet? Do I manage to, like, get in range of, to touch him? Uh, I'd say yes. So you arrive as the anchor is slipping from Avalon's hand. It has not slipped yet. You arrive during this roll. Okay. In that case, when I just touch Avalon, I cast Enhance Ability on you, so you have advantage now on strength stuff. That is incredibly useful. Ooh, very yeah. nice. Make me another strength roll. That's a 21 now. Hey. A 21. Uh, thus enhanced, you get a full grip and are able to wrap the chain around your arm uh, as you pull it closer and feel the uh, uh, the anchor stay in place. And boy, as your arm pulled, it like pops. is like the, uh Yeah. You hold the boat. Uh, and uh, the next to arrive is Ishmael. I don't completely understand why we need this anchor. Can't we just swim up and get on the boat? If it's already moving, we won't be able to swim fast enough to catch up. Okay. Then I I grab onto the, the, the chain. That's what we're doing, right? Grabbing onto the chain? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. climbing up. I grab and onto climb, the chain. climbing up. The, that is, everyone climbs up. Oh, I, I mean, they're going to pull it up. We can write it. You're not wrong, actually. That would be That's true. That yeah. would save us a lot of effort. Conserve some energy. <laughs> yeah, we just have to grab it, right? Yeah. Yep. And then climb up enough to leave space for the next person, I guess. Yeah. So I do. All right. You are onto the chain. Uh, finally, Virgil is the last one to arrive, as the rest of you are hanging onto this, and you can feel your bones just creak, uh, Avalyn. So one more strength roll. Is is Gramps on yet? Uh, oh, that's a good point. I didn't roll for Gramps. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Gramps did great. He got a 19. Oh, great. Well, I get a 24. Excellent. Yeah, you hold tight. It is exhausting work, uh, but you hold tight. Virgil, you finally arrive. New boy, here I am. Let's do this. Thanks for waiting. As soon as Virgil grabs on, I let go uh, of the reef. Um, and I assume we're all just sort of yanked up 
Yes, the, 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 the anchor itself uh, immediately begins uh, moving with relatively fast speed up and away. Uh, and you can actually see that you had been pulling on the reef so hard that it was tilted upwards. And so when you let go, it slams back into the ground. There's a big poof of dust. And over the next minute and a half, the anchor is pulled all the way up. Uh, and Gramps uh, climbs over you, uh, Flaxen, to try and get ahead of you. Uh, as he says, I'd love to do a little explanation once we arrive on the boat. That would be great. And as your heads breach the water, uh, you can spy everyone on the deck of the ship is playing board games. What? <laughs> all the skeletons. It's full of skeletons, and they're all playing board games on the deck of the ship. It's clear that they're bummed out that Gramps isn't there for board game night, uh, but they have a seat reserved for him in case he wants to join him in, in a classic game of uh, Settlers of Catan or something. <laughs> And with that, the five of you are pulled up onto the ship, uh, and the ship greets all of you uh, and says, Welcome, 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 welcome. Ah, Gramps, how excellent. New faces, new friends to explore with. The folks all on the deck all stand up from their board games, and a couple are knocked over, much to their dismay, uh, as Gramp kind of waves and gives a friendly nod to everyone uh, and explains to the crowd, Well... Here we are, back from the mission, defeated the gnomes, all with the help of my new skeletal armada. These are, of course, our good friends. Uh, you are, your name is, pointing to you, Flaxen. <clears throat> Raxen. Good old Raxen, love him. Don't think about the name too hard. Uh, and after that, we've got the next up is, uh, and points to you, uh, Rowan. Um, Tiberius. Yup. <laughs> Good old Tiberius Yup. That's, that's his name, and we love him for it. Uh, and we follow that with our good man here pointing to you ishmael uh, what's up bonagus you might see my baseball card i'm a pretty big deal <gasps> several of the bone elementals all gasp uh yeah and ha happy to be here my citizens what's up <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh and then of course uh you can't forget uh our good good one here just pointing to Virgil name's uh, Tommy Lee Bones at your service <laughs> oh good <laughs> uh, next of course is uh, our final one the strongest bone elemental I've ever seen held, held the anchor for us so we could climb up out of the water before y'all nearly left us to die uh, a couple of them look sheepish uh, my name's uh Skelevan. <laughs> Gramps kind of turns over and puts a, his hand on his like, his really? knuckles and says, Skelevan? <laughs> yeah, that's a classic name that a bone elemental would have. Would be Very common. Skelevan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Real name? 
That's my name. That a real person has. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it is my pleasure to introduce you and invite you to myself. I am, of course, says the ship, uh, as it pops out of the mast. You may call me Twix, though my full name is, of course, got a little whale blubber twixt my toes. But folks just call me Twix. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the first one to set a foot upon the ship? It was a janitor who was cleaning, uh, using whale blubber, of course. Wasn't supposed to be on the ship. They had a big ceremony and everything. Was supposed to be named by a king of some sort. But here I am. Name's Twix. I okay. Ple- pleasure to pleasure to be on your deck, my man. I'd like to speak with your lady queen, Captain. With your lady captain. Ah, we're here to help. Are you sure you want to speak to her? Yeah? We could let Gramps do the talking to her. Ah, forgive me. I don't know the customs of your boat. Gramps turn, turns over to the five of you and says, No, I think it's a good idea for you to make a good first impression. These are all talented scouts and mercenaries that I think would be a great fit for the away team. I'd so, love to pay my respects to our commander. I'd like to know who I'm working for. Well then, let me introduce you. Follow me, it says, and its po- head pops back into the mast and pops out of uh, a-, a door that leads down below decks. Um, this is a three-tiered cool. ship. It's huge, so uh, uh, it leads you forward, uh, and the captain's quarters are not on the top of the deck like they are with yours. Uh, and Gramps gives you an affectionate wave uh, as he goes over and sits down to start playing Catan with the crew. All right, let's go down to the where it leads us, below deck. Mm-hmm. So how did the five of you die? Oh, freak weather accident. You know how it goes. Storms hit your balloon. Happens to the best of us. Wow. Didn't stop me from following my dreams. (laughs) A whale beached on me. (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, See, I don't like whales much. Because of the name. Uh, uh, oh, Gnomes. Yeah. Gnomes killed me. God, devilish blighters. We just had to be repaired by them. We just ransacked one of their colonies for food. Vicious little scamps. Not a fan. Indeed. Always punching down. Which what? is hard because they're so small. What does that mean? Yeah, wouldn't they be <laughs> punching up? Always oh, punching no, down? They're always, they just like, they, they pick on the little guy, as it were. Oh. So sort of punching across. No, nah, because little. they have lots of money and power. So they kind of take, change take advantage and destroy people. So you're the little guy to the gnomes? <laughs> Did well, they invent Settlers of Catan in this game, in this world? Sorry, I mean, Bettlers of Baton of or something. Of <laughs> uh, well, I'm sad you're all dead, but I'm glad you're all dead in here. If, uh, if that, that, ain't, that, ain't that the truth? Yeah, uh, it looks like you got a little skeletal friend there yourself. Oh, haven't seen a night ghast on my ship in over 200 years. Yep. This is my buddy. <laughs> we we, we he's picked a him up a, a way back. It's been a, he's been, it's been a good mascot, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like yep. our pet. Is, is it bound or is it just hanging out? 
Well, I mean, no, I mean, elementals can't be bound to other elementals. That'd be crazy. <laughs> what kind of world would we be living in? Right? Then? No, no he's that just, is a thing. He's, isn't our, it? he's our pal. Yeah, Wait, is a that thing. a thing? <clears throat> you can see that that was clearly a test. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and he, the owl smiles and says, "Yeah, yeah, I was just checking. Elementals aren't elementalists. They can be when they're alive, yeah. obviously, but but not when they're dead." I uh, I stand in a way that obscures the shackles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his his name's uh, somehow Ishmael Overgast. Oh, I I'm like holding my sword and the I'm just hiding the shackles with the fat end of the scimitar. At the at the name Ishmael Overgast, uh, the owl cracks up uh, and it laughs. Says, "Oh yeah, like the one that's wanted for all those murders or whatever." Yeah, yeah we <laughs> hate him. Yeah, Good joke. That one. That you know, yeah. artists won't let go. It's just wild that our ship's actually <laughs> trying to hunt that one down, as well as all of its crew. Wow, you know, that that sounds like a fun uh, interest that aligns with our own, perhaps. We yeah. Well, Where's your captain course, again? Your interest should be all of the, uh, of, of Uncle Anne's, right? Right. Can we meet with her? Yeah, of course. Uh, we're right here, uh, he says, uh, as they, you approach um, a door that looks just like all the other doors. Um, maybe she just didn't want to be in the captain's quarters or whatever, but uh, a heavy iron door swings open, uh, and uh, inside you can see that uh, the room is... Oh, it's just a bunch of bats, and there's a dead raven on the wall, and it stacks oh, the dermid, uh, and she is playing Game Boy uh, and uh, muttering something under her breath about how mad she is about the third boss. Um, excuse me, my lady. Uh, at this, uh, she drops her Game Boy uh, and uh, she stands up uh, awkwardly uh, and tries to take control of the room and stands up and says, Chip, that will be all. That will be all. Get out of here, please. Not please. Fuck off. Hi. Uh, we were picked up by Gramps uh, in that gnome scuffle that happened a couple couple miles yonder. I pointed whatever direction. And uh, we we think uh, your your interests align with our own. We'd like to have a, a place to be, being being skeletons and all. And we hear that you're about to launch an attack. And gosh, I think we could just be the most helpful in in that in that thing. Have you heard of me? My name's Bonagus Sunshine. I've got a got a baseball card. Make me a persuasion check and have advantage because you have such a great uh, cover. Natural twenty. <laughs> of course you do uh, and with this Unglian says I have heard of you Bonagus I knew you were a bone elemental and a weather mage I assumed you were bound to someone powerful who are you bound to <laughs> me bound no I'm a free agent I'm bound only to the weather itself I'm bound to the sun I'm bound to the clouds my true love well, uh, we can fix the binding thing when I bind you to me uh, in an hour or so, but that sounds excellent. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, what about the rest of you? Are you like furnace fodder or are you decent at anything? Oh, no, no. This is my capable crew. Uh, and I introduce all of them so we don't have to go through Hi. that name thing again. Totally. I'm Rax and Bone. <laughs> Great. Hey, Bone, I get it. <laughs> Good one. Uh, however, uh, she does demand that each of you uh, explain why you're worthy for her to not chuck you in the furnace right now. I don't have to, right? She, no, she, no, no, no. I'm not shit, right? Cool. Yeah. Well, right. I say, 
Did you notice that your ship wasn't accelerating very quickly just now? Uh, um, in order to let us get on the boat, Gramps had me uh, hold down the anchor on the seafloor. Hmm. Well, I'll be asking him about that, but uh, that's solid. Make me a persuasion check. Ah, mm. 11. Uh, she eyes you and says, you're pretty scrawny for someone that that's tough. I'll have to check that with Gramps. What about you? Uh, she says, looking over at uh, you with the night ghast. You some kind of elementalist? <clears throat> I can't be an elementalist. I'm an elemental. <laughs> but I did slay a nightgast in its strongest form once. Oh. This is its uh, child <laughs> I took in as my pet. <laughs> huh, make me a persuasion check. Or animal handling De- if you want. Deception? Deception. I'll do, uh, deception. I'll do deception. Great. Do deception. That's a 19. Uh, she eyes you and uh, w- and appraises you and is impressed by the fact that you can control a night ghast that well. And she seems to buy the fact that maybe you bested a night ghast in its true form. Uh, and with that, she says, yeah, you might be a good fit. We're going to be fighting some big elementals as it is. Uh, so it might be nice to have you on board, especially if you can control that ghast there. And the night ghast bears its fangs and goes, gah! <laughs> I'm Ishmael Overgast, I guess. God damn it. <laughs> Is this a thing? Uh, and then uh, and then she, Unglian, turns uh, to one of the other two of you and waits for you to do something. I'm Tommy Lee Bones, and before I got dead, I used to sail with Smeargo the Pirate. That's actually true from Virgil's backstory. And we uh, we robbed all kinds of ships and villages. And I don't know if you heard of that feller, but he's touched all three points of the triangle. Or at least he used to do stuff like that before I killed him. Wait a minute, you kill pirates? That's what pirates do, baby. Oh. Um, anyways, yeah. I'm a real, real son of a bitch when it comes to fighting. You pick the foe, I don't need nothing but my fists, and I'll I'll give him a one-two kicking. Excellent. Make me intimidation with advantage. Fourteen. You can see during that uh, fight, she's frightened enough that... Uh, she raises a hand, uh, and it seems like uh, she's going to try and... Uh, make you take a step back with your bones. Um, you also, with that role, recognize that if you don't take a step back, uh, she'll know something's up. I pick up what you're putting down. I take a step on back. I'm an easy to control fellow. Just dangle <laughs> that carrot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and at this, she smiles and says, all right, three points of the triangle. Good gravy. I, that's impressive. That's cool. I might have some questions for you later. You don't... Did you ever run in with my... With the warden? I can't say I did. Hmm. Smeargo may have. Interesting. Okay. What about uh, a man by the name of Morcus Mint? Do you know him? I heard tell of him. He sounds like he was a real wacko. What do you know about him? I know... Love plants more than he did people, and I find that real suspicious. <laughs> oh, 
We're conservatives okay. in this room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Interesting. And then uh, she turns last to you, Rowan. I stand at attention and I give my, and I, uh, rec- uh, I talk about how I was a freelance sailor and I've been to many port. I know my way around a boat. Basically kind of like give my whole resume history of a very experienced sailor type person. Um, you won't catch me slacking if there's anything you need rigged or pulled or whatever. I'm your skeleton. All right. Make me a sailing check. Oh, uh, I got a 12. Uh, she looks over you and says, good with boats. All right. Well, you can stay on the uh, on the ship while the rest of them go on the away team. We'll find a better fighter. All right. Five of you can head upstairs. Yeah. All right. Oops. Let's go, crew. Yippee-ki-yay. There's six of us. I look down at Ishmael. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, if there's six of you, then that's good. You guys can take... We have a spare room open across the way, so you can throw anything you have in there, I guess. Aye, aye. I salute, and then I lead the group out of her office. As the door swings shut... You are all led uh, by the ship to your own personal room. It's pretty trash, uh, but at least it's a place where the six of you can be alone together. Um, And that evening, like, let's say four hours later, while your ship's still moving, uh, uh, Gramps knocks on the door and he says, the away team's leaving at midnight tonight, so be ready. You have any idea how we can get Rowan on that away team? Oh, maybe work some some talk to Unglian. I don't think Unglian's going to be your best bet. Maybe you can disguise Rowan as one of the other skeletons. But yeah, we'll just swap Rowan I mean, out they, with someone else on the away team. Yeah, you do can, all kind of look the same. How hard yeah. would that be? Now that's rude. But you can all uh, uh, <laughs> figure out the, over the next couple of hours how that's going to happen. Uh, but get yourselves ready. Uh, Unglian's leading the mission herself. So um, you'll be backing her up along with some of her toughest folks, including me. So get ready. Midnight. Tonight, we take the Western Watchtower. <laughs>